Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good morning, football. Live here in New York City, it's Thursday, April 6th. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, Peter Schrager. I pull the table. Really, I pull these two because they've been on the show the longest. Yeah, what? This whole Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. thing, this is the longest uh, two topics have really drawn out this time of year. Ooh. Has it not, Peter? You'd have, the, you'd have to put some thought into that. Yeah, that you spurred that on us. Rodgers is a, um, an annual tradition, mm-hmm. unlike oh, yeah. any other, um, which is <laughs> today. Uh, just different tentacles to it. We had Rodgers on in offseason when he was trying out to be a Jeopardy guest host mm-hmm. and legitimately was saying, mm-hmm. like, my career goal is to be the host of Jeopardy, and we talked about that for two weeks. So I, what do you think, Russ? I mean, listen, we launched a fun, wacky morning show in 2016. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. And six days into the show, Colin Kaepernick takes a knee, and we talked about that the next six months. So that was a pretty yeah. big topic. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dramatically, yes. That, that was one. I'm thinking of the ones that have longevity. You, know, like, you could probably go yeah. down the list and just rank yeah. them all. Yeah. Can I interest you guys long. in some Odell Beckham Jr. landing spots? <laughs> yeah, that's oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm just yeah. testing the waters no, these to are see all how good. long yeah. I have to, we have to buckle in. Oh, I can go deep. I'm just picturing Jalen Ramsey in a Brinks truck showing up to the Jaguars facility. Will he play or what? He's playing! Aha Davis was with him, too. Yes. Oh, my God. Le'Veon Bell, huge. <laughs> hey, Le'Veon Bell. Okay, good. It's good. It's good. You're going to sit out the whole year. <laughs> All right, let's uh, pick off a plum from that tree. Time for the lead block. Lead block. block. Uh, let's take a look at the Ravens 2023 draft picks. They have five of them starting with the 22nd overall pick in the first round. Then don't have one in the second. Three, four, five, six. They exchanged their second-round pick for linebacker Roquan Smith last season, a linebacker which they signed to a long-term deal right after that trade was done. Yesterday, the Ravens held their pre-draft emphasis on draft press conference. However, it was their quarterback's name that, of course, seemed to be the most popular subject. 
With respect to the this being about the draft and everything, just with the Lamar stuff that's going on. Hey guys, are you, guys, are you all there? looking at quarterbacks? Out, I don't want to insult anybody in the draft, um, but you know I would say there's probably more than four guys that can that can be significant quarterbacks in this league. Back in the first round, a consideration this year? It depends on the board, Jameson. It really does. I mean, I'd have to say yes because we have uh, quarterbacks in our top 31. So just based on that alone, simple math, I would have to say yes. Eric Tacosta hitting him with a it's a simple math commentary sure. is always a good way to look at whether or not you would take a quarterback in the first round when you have a guy, kind of, a little bit. Still not sure what's happening there. Uh, do you guys believe... The Ravens' first-round quarterback prospect is a real deal. Yeah, let, let me set some context for this whole thing. So the Ravens every year do this pre-draft press conference. It's a tradition, uh, unlike any other. It is a tradition <laughs> that they always do, and it's regardless of the year, regardless of the roster. Um, they go out there, and immediately the questions start coming with Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. And the public relations team is like, no, no, we're not talking about Lamar. We're talking about the draft. And you saw Harbaugh's face there as like, I, what, I just answered last week. I answered an hour's worth of Lamar questions. I'm here in a pretty nice looking suit and I'm being asked to talk about Lamar. That was that was Harbaugh's face. I mean, that's the look he gave. Sheesh. And it's it's not at the reporter. I think the whole situation is just so bizarre. And he was just playing it like a. Not going anywhere for a while. It's one of those. Yeah. It's like a, the curb music has to play over it. You know, Adderall. that is a look. Hungry? That is really it is, good. And it's not one of anger. It's one of, I, I feel like Harbs is just like, I, I, look, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm in the same boat that you're in. Um, I, I think this is another piece of the chessboard. And if, look, if the, if, the, if the Ravens were to take a quarterback in the first round, which I don't think is unlikely. I said it on Monday when I came on the show. I'm like, that's the ultimate... Um, clap back at these negotiations. I, I don't know what leverage Lamar Jackson would have at all uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. I think that would completely nullify Lamar Jackson's leverage because we've already now spent a first-round pick and are going to have four years on a rookie contract yeah. with a quarterback that we took mm-hmm. in the first round. You can't have both those guys on the same roster, especially if one is looking for $200 million uh, in a contract. I absolutely think they could take a quarterback. The question is, would they trade up? for a quarterback and then you're talking about mm. all right we're giving up first round picks we're moving up in the draft we might be giving up different draft capital later on the Ravens only have five picks I want to say in this draft they don't have a ton they have some needs on this roster they have the 22nd overall pick this gets interesting not if the Ravens meet with a quarterback not if the Ravens talk about it in a press conference this gets interesting on draft night mm-hmm. if we're not Reached, we have not reached a situation with Lamar where he has agreed to play on the franchise tag and the Baltimore Ravens, uh, you know, at about 8.38 p.m. Eastern, while the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock, we get the ding ding mm-hmm. a trade is in, and Rich Eisen and Daniel Jeremiah are doing the, oh! And it changes from the Cardinals logo to the Ravens oh, logo. So oh, it's so exciting. It happens. I know. It happens it every year. And, <laughs> and I remember when I was watching the draft a couple years back with you, Kyle, in Chicago, I want to say, or... The Bills are on the clock, and ding, 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 the Chiefs logo showed up, and it was Patrick Mahomes, mm. and that marked the end of Alex Smith's time in Kansas City, ultimately. This gets interesting if they actually have the courage to move up. I don't think any of the top four quarterbacks are going to be sitting there at 22, and that includes Will Levis, that includes Richardson, and, of course, Stroud and Young. Um, could they take a quarterback? Absolutely. Do they have the gumption to move up in the draft to go get one? If they do, that's the end of Lamar. That is it. That's that's their move. That's their chess piece. And they're not looking to negotiate after mm-hmm. the fact. He could sit there for one year on a franchise mm-hmm. tag 
for $32 million. Where we got our guy. We just took one in the first mm-hmm. freaking round. Mm-hmm. Peter, play a hypothetical for me. Uh, let's say the ding-da-ling happens and the trade involves sending Lamar somewhere for them to move up. Does that first round, the first round picks that the Ravens received, does that happen then this year? It would have to be a very complex sign and trade deal because uh, he's currently got the franchise tag on him. Uh, and it would have to be the other team agrees to already make the trade, mm-hmm. agree to a contract with Lamar. Mm-hmm. And then that's two rounds, 2023 and 2024 for Lamar. Yeah, Jamie, it would be this year's first round pick that's, as well. That would be so many little logos changing all at one yeah. time. It would be like a Wheel of Fortune letters <laughs> like spinning around. Yeah, and that's the most interesting thing to me because to your point, yeah, they could draft a quarterback at 22, but that's not fun. I think to your point, they move up in the draft and get somebody. And now you said trading Lamar. But the thing is, if I'm going to trade for him, I'm a team. We need to have a contract worked out because if I'm sending first round draft picks to the Baltimore Ravens, I don't want Lamar for one year on a franchise tag who then he becomes a free agent, has the opportunity to sign elsewhere. So then it comes back down to, all right, what is it going to take yeah. to get Lamar to sign a long term contract? So if I'm the any other team that says, hey, you know, we would love to have Lamar and the Baltimore Ravens are now willing to trade him. Where is that, and who is he willing to sign with, and what kind of deal does that look like? Can I give you a look quick like? example? Last yeah. year, A.J. Brown trade, Howie Roseman talks about it. The trade was one thing. We got that trade done. They had to negotiate yeah. a contract with the agent before that. In the 15 minutes that they were on the clock, and they came, they're like, here's a number. And the agent, uh, who I believe was Tori Dandia, was A.J. Brown, yeah. was like, we need more. Okay, well, we're, he's, so he's negotiating a trade while waiting to make the trade. But that's a fraction of the money. A you're fraction of the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's like, it's like the, and you're dealing with an agent who's yeah. working deal. You're calling Lamar and his voicemail box is full. You know, it's, it's, yeah, but what know. if you call Lamar and say, we match Deshaun Watson's deal? I mean, oh, don't yeah, you think sure. that would get it done? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's a very fast phone call. That, that could happen right now. That could happen. Yeah, I was about to say, right. yeah, that might have happened already if you were willing to do that. So I look at it as, all right, they make the they make they make the trade, they move up, they get a quarterback. They're not able to trade Lamar. He's now on this roster, on the franchise for one year. Is that an uncomfortable situation for whoever they draft, they move up to three or whatever the case may be? Lamar can make it hell for this rookie quarterback or for the organization while he's still there for a single year. Do they rescind the franchise tag and allow him to be a free agent? Like That, to me, is why this is so interesting. Of course, the Baltimore Ravens are serious about drafting a quarterback in the first round. They have to. They don't know what the future is going to be with the quarterback that they now have franchise tagged. He hasn't signed it, so they have no idea. We saw that with Josh Norman years back where Carolina franchised and then they went back and they rescinded it. He ends up signing with uh, goes into Washington. So that's what I'm kind of interested in. Mm-hmm. Saying all of this at some time, Lamar becomes an unrestricted free mm-hmm. agent. And that would get really interesting to see who would be calling. It's already there. It's not that he's going to make it hell. He already has made it hell. <laughs> I sat down this morning before the show and watched this entire press conference. It was unbelievable. It's, I, I, I have to really lay out the context. So DaCosta sits down and it's these dignified setting, the Ravens logo, and this, uh, we're very excited for the draft. Anytime you have an opportunity to add players, and we've always done well in the past, and we're very excited, very excited, very excited. Questions about the draft. First question. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's been a week <laughs> since Lamar has said he wants to trade. Have you talked to him? What has he said? You know, I've talked about that five times recently, and I think we're just going to stick to the draft. The next question, the guy plays ball. Yeah, you guys have the 22nd pick, blah, 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 defense, defense. <laughs> the next question, with respect to the draft, uh, kind of affects what you're going to do with Lamar. What's the deal? And it's just, it's so awkward. And DaCosta, I think, was rock solid. And the Harbaugh shot's hilarious. But, like, 
I think those guys are in hell it, it, psychologically. And I don't mean they're suffering. I just mean they're like, God, this is terrible. This is terrible. We love Lamar. We want him to be our quarterback so badly. And we have gotten all our blood, sweat, and tears for so long to do it. So, you know, we started talking about the draft, and we just had a conversation with Lamar a week ago, and we went nowhere. It's the same conversation we've had for two years. Yeah, it's appealing. And yes, we're meeting. And if we have to trade up to it, we're always movers and shakers in the draft. Yeah. We are not one of these teams that just stands pat and takes our player. He keeps saying over and over, we love picks. We want to get more picks. I don't know. They make it really frisky and decide, like, I think we're out. We did everything we possibly could do as an organization to bring him in for the betterment of organization. We can't. I, I think it's all real at this mm-hmm. point. And the draft's a few weeks away. I think it's real. I do. Kyle, last week you put a call out to Lamar. Just like, tell us what you want, and then we can better understand what the holdup is. We're all operating team. under this thing that Lamar yes. wants a fully guaranteed contract. Lamar wants Deshaun Watson money. He's never said that, and no one has said that. We yes. just assume that. Yes, exactly. So everyone has a tipping point in any football scenario, life scenario, really. I think Lamar hit his, I'm convinced, last August when this thing did not get done. And whatever he does want, and I'm not going to put conjecture out there as to the guaranteed money, the amount, whatever. It's just, he wanted to, he wanted this all signed, sealed, and delivered. And so he put a timestamp on it for the conversations to be done in September. That time came and went, then he got hurt, unfortunately, and then people are um, speculating about his willingness to come back and play yeah. hurt. All of this started to damage Lamar Jackson's image, I think, unfairly so. So I think he has hit his tipping point. My curiosity is, what is Eric DaCosta's tipping point? What's John Harbaugh's tipping point? To your point, Kyle, everyone keeps saying we love him. We love him 100%, 200%. When does that word love and Lamar Jackson as a whole just become, we really love how he plays, but we do not want to deal with this anymore. Mm -hmm. And there becomes a very big elephant in the room of we do not want to deal with this Mm -hmm. anymore, whatever the deal with it may be, the contract, just Mm -hmm. Lamar walking back in the building. Because there is a very real sight and sound to Lamar Jackson opening the door and owing Mills and coming back into that building, does somebody hug him? Do you shake his hand? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you say, what's up? Good to see you. Long mm-hmm. time, no talk. How does that go, really? I'm curious to the nature of the building about this man once he does, if the deal ever does get done. I think everyone has a tipping point. I'm really curious if we're, if the draft is the seesaw the the Ravens kind of sit on yeah. right now. You know, part of it also is like to them, and I would imagine, we gave you many contract offers. Yes. They weren't enough. They could give you generational wealth. It wasn't enough. Um, even if you show up and we have this awkwardness, you're still making $32 million next year for a year, and then you can go ball out, and then we'll see where we're at. Um, I look at that franchise and your point with Lamar looming, and it's like if you're one of these draft prospects and you're looking at Houston and you're looking at Indianapolis mm-hmm. and you're looking at these other rebuilding situations, mm-hmm. are you dying to go to the Ravens? Or is that one where you're like, I don't want to deal with all that. That mm-hmm. seems like it's a lot of drama with Lamar looming and lingering if he's on the roster still. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if some of these players are you mm-hmm. know, saying, that's the last place I want to go. Or, oh, wait, that's a playoff contender right yeah. away. Once mm-hmm. I get there, they insert me just like I can do it. I know what I can do and we can go and win. Yeah, and then you get into all the skill set, how the offense is based around him, and mm-hmm. are you running behind Patrick Ricard if you're not a runner like Lamar? New so. offensive coordinator could be completely different. Could be right, different, maybe. Right, right. Free agents, though, it's like, all right, am I going there? If Lamar's going to be there, if I'm a free agent, I feel like we have a chance to win. If Lamar's not and it's a rookie quarterback, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. is that what I want to do? I think as a rookie, mm-hmm. it's a really good roster. Oh, the options are the endless, culture. aren't they? The culture. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds 
you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know who's really good? Creighton. You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude, today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. All right, here we go. Time to play a game. Second segment of the first hour of the show. It's blockbuster or lackluster. We start in Miami, where Tyreek Hill is already pumping up the Dolphins' regular season matchup against his former team. Bless you. Thank you, and bless, bless you, Tyreek. You. you were hoping to get to sound first. I really was. <laughs> She's keen to when the Miami Dolphins come to Arrowhead Stadium this year. Guess what we going to do? Guess what we going to do? I hate to say it, man. I hate to throw up the peace sign against y'all. I hate to do it. But guess what? I'm going to be y'all worst enemy that day. I'm going to be y'all worst enemy hey, that day. We'll, we'll, we'll edit that out. We'll just, you better we'll just change, get rid of that. You better and we'll change, just, we won't even let anyone hear that. You better change the signals. I know every signal y'all got. Peace. Tyree Kill getting hyped <laughs> for the Dolphins trip 
to Arrowhead. April Trash Talk, is this blockbuster or lackluster? <sighs> this is lackluster. Interesting. Mm. Yes, this is lackluster. Oh, guess, right? It is April. <laughs> they don't play for a few months. This is way down the line, but I love it. Lackluster, but I love it. Former players, you go into a team and you say all the right things. Oh, I'm just happy to go back here. I had so many great years here. He said it. I know all the signals. I remember when I left Tennessee, and that next year I'm in Cleveland. We're getting ready to play the Titans. I stood up in a defensive meeting. I went through the entire roster and said every single thing I knew about every player on the team, every signal, anything I learned over my eight years in the building. That badly I wanted to beat my former team. I was in Cleveland in 2017. So, of course, you guys know we lost the game but Tyreek Hill is not holding any punches he's not lying this is how he feels I can't wait to play the Kansas City Chiefs but it's just too far away as the game gets closer it'll definitely be blockbuster okay I'm also in lackluster on this too and this is not because of time or thing it's because of the matchup let Mm. me explain Arrowhead Stadium is this rich tradition and it's welcoming in eight different opponents next year I have the Dolphins as the seventh most anticipated matchup. <laughs> out wow. of what are the six? Cincinnati comes to Arrowhead. Okay, next year. that's Again? a real rivalry. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia comes to Arrowhead cool. next okay. year. That's a Super Bowl rematch. Yeah. Buffalo and Josh Allen comes mm-hmm. to Arrowhead yeah. next year. The Chargers and Justin Herbert come to Arrowhead that's next good. year, and Sean Payton and Russell Wilson and the Broncos come to Arrowhead <laughs> next year. Then you put the Dolphins for me. Tyreek Hill had an amazing season. That trade, to me, worked out for both sides. Tyreek Hill was a finalist for Offensive Player of the Year. He was unbelievable. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. They won the Super Bowl with Sky Moore and Justin Watson making big plays in huge moments. Um, This is fun. This is great. And for Tyreek personally, this might be a blockbuster moment in the biggest game of his career, which I appreciate and respect, especially knowing all the fans that still love him in Kansas City and the fans that wish he had stayed. Um, But if you're looking at the NFL schedule and you're a schedule maker, I've got this as the seventh most anticipated matchup in Arrowhead. And if that's the case, it can't be blockbuster for me. Can I sell you on Jimmy G and the Raiders coming in? That was right below it. That was the (laughs) only one. Yep. Uh, answer is blockbuster. Blockbuster. I, I think you make the point. This, the story is less interesting. The divorce, if Tyreek goes to Miami, just kind of fades away. Mm. He was sensational. Sensational. Absolutely phenomenal. And you know why I like this? Because we never got Randy Moss in a Raiders jersey going back to the Metrodome. Did we never? We never, never got it. Okay. Randy Moss eventually played the Raiders, or she played the Vikings years later as a Niner. He had like 37 years. It doesn't matter. Mm. He didn't do it as a Patriot. He didn't do it as a Raider. Even more contemporary, we have not gotten Odell versus the Giants. We've never gotten that. It doesn't happen where these phenomenons and these crazy talents get traded or leave and have to go back against their opponent this soon, two years later. So I feel like it's in a kind of way is unprecedented. I, I, I'm fired up for it. I think it's never too early to start it. It's not even like trash talk. I'm going to own you. But he's like, listen, I'm going to throw up the deuces. And you know what? He probably yeah. is. So I, I think I think if anything, it's too late. I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm way into this. We don't get a lot of this with the star wide receivers. Going to throw if you're Mike North and Charlotte yeah. Carey and the schedule makers and you're looking at your defending Super Bowl champions and you can say you get them on prime time three or four times. Does Dolphins Chiefs stand yeah. out? It's like, ooh, the Tyreek Hill game. That has to be Sunday night, week eight. You know, yeah. gotta get Rico and Collins. I, I would just need some sort of assurances that Tua is going to be out there. I need Tua mm-hmm. in that game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't have those assurances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're right. You make a good point, Peter. Yeah. I'm going blockbuster as well. Mine okay, is good. not as much about Tyreek Hill as it is about just the concept of trash talk. It is uh, 
very topical right now. Sure. It's drawing lots of headlines. And one cannot be hypocritical when it comes to trash talk. One must commit to one part of the craft or another. You are either for the trash talk or are you, you are not. Mm-hmm. I am for it. Therefore, it is uh, blockbuster worthy for Tyreek Hill to be doing this in January through December. I do not care what month it is. I don't care what sport it is. If it is women's basketball, if it is in March, I do not care what the black, <laughs> what, what trash talk goes on. I am for it. Therefore, Bring it on, Tyreek Hill. Whenever you want to play, whatever team you used to play for, it doesn't matter. God bless you. Yeah, give us something to talk about. Uh, Moving on. The paparazzi caught Aaron Rodgers. What was he doing? What was he doing in California yesterday shopping for healing crystals? Rodgers did, in fact, leave the shop with a small bag of healing crystals. Fans in New York are hoping the healing crystals, the contents of that bag, will bring the four-time MVP one step closer to becoming a Jet. Aaron Rodgers shopping for healing crystals in the midst of trade negotiations. Kyle, is this blockbuster or is it lackluster? It's blockbuster. Oh, this is blockbuster. I looked at the this photograph. This is blockbuster. He's walking through a parking lot, just looks thrilled that TMZ is there, whoever did it. You know what I look into? Uh, when he denounces darkness retreat, mm-hmm. all right, Mitchell Schwartz, a uh, friend of the show, lineman, he tweets, yeah, it's weird the Packers don't want to talk to a guy who needs a four-day darkness retreat to find out if he wants to play football or not. Rodgers retweets it. Oh, he does? Is yes, that- he did. Back in the day and said, be curious, not judgmental. Yeah. We're all on our own path. Doing things like this helps greater <laughs> sense of peace and love. Love and respect to you. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be curious and not judgmental. Okay. Okay. I've heard about these, these crystal things. I don't know how they work. I did the research. What do you do with the crystals? There's crystals. I don't know if it's quartz or whatever, but apparently what you do is you you place the crystals on different parts of your body, often corresponding to chakras. I don't know what chakras are. Or, this is the kind of like swing from the for the fences, you can place them around the body and attempt to create an energy grid, which is purported to surround the client with healing energy. Do whatever the hell you want, man. I, I'm at the point, Rogers is just almost 40. Do whatever you want. Watch whatever you want on TV. Drink whatever you want. Eat whatever you want. It's fine. He, this guy's been in the league of 50 years. I don't care if he wants to burn sage and convert to, to, to Buddhism or whatever he wants to do. Surround yourself with crystals. It's fine. It's great. I like it. it I'm is, into it. It's blockbuster. Blockbuster. Yeah. You blockbuster. Yeah. I'd be worried if he wasn't getting the crystals at this point. Mm-hmm. By the way, the picture, he might have a pack of gum in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's ridiculous. It's, it's a brandless brown bag. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, Ooh. oh, there must um, be uh, emeralds in there. in there. Yeah, I'm going blockbuster. Let's as go. Well. Come I on. love this. He's leaning into it. I want to um, do it. He's not. There's probably a million ways you can get your crystals delivered to you these days. You can have mm. a, a driver go get them. You could pay him a couple of dollars and say, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I don't like being out in public. You get me. Rodgers is leaning into this. You know, by the way, that store, Topanga Rocks in Topanga, California. Is that what it is? Let's give it its love. If you want your Aaron Rodgers crystals and you want to sponsor Good Morning Football, Topanga Rocks, we see you. Um, <laughs> he could have done Uber crystals. There's easily. so many they options. They come right yeah. by to bring the crystals to door you. Door crystal. Door crystal. They come to you. That's right. Get the door. It's crystals. That's ding it. Dong. Ding dong. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I'm watching Ted Lasso season three. I I love the show. And there is a a new character on the show. I don't know if you guys are watching. I'm not. I haven't started. Mm. And Zava is this uh, this, uh, this angelic creature that comes in. He's this incredible player, but he connects with people on a different level. And I got to give Sudeikis and whoever the rest of the writers are just an incredible shout out here. They say it's based on... Uh, you know, uh, Abramovich, the other player that he's, he's Laton used to come and play for the for the world, whatever. 
I feel like there's so many Rogers connections between this character and mm-hmm. and Rod and how we're doing it. Here's the actor, if, if you got it here. This yeah, is we're going it. deep. This is it. This is it. Okay, <laughs> whatever. There we go. That's the guy. Handsome guy. He looks like Rogers, and he wears the fur, and he does the thing. And if you're watching Ted Lasso, you know that all the other people are either A, rolling their eyes, or just absolutely captivated and, con- and are convinced by his majesty. But everything is about Earth and the wind and the stars. And, like, I'm in on this. Mm-hmm. This is a unicorn player. No other player plays like this. No other player does this stuff. Mm-hmm. And no other player is willing to go out in public and go and shop for crystals. Blockbuster. Let's bring go. them to New York. Let's go. Let's we got go. Plenty, of, plenty of crystals here. Uh, this is easy for me. This is absolutely 100% lackluster. <laughs> Why? Jamie, what do you got? I, I, I'm going to offer you um, the specific crystal that I think he there you go. went after. Obsidian. The obsidian crystal is one that falls under the uh, your 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 health, your emotional health. And mm-hmm. obsidian shields you against physical and emotional negativity. It helps you get rid of emotional blockages. Mm-hmm. It promotes the qualities of strength, clarity, and mm. compassion. And it helps you find, and this is what's very important for the New York Jets, your true sense of self. Amen. Go out and find your true sense of self and your quarterback. Pack all the crystals. Get them in a little bag. Say, we have crystals in the New York, New Jersey area. We'll set you up with our crystal guy, just like Sauce has his diamond guy. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. The crystals are coming to New York. Let's obsidian this into existence. Let's go. Let's I'm go. all for the diamond guy. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places okay quick math the less your business spends on operations on multiple systems on delivering your product or service the more margin you have and the more money you keep obvious 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Time for the lead block. Lead block. Wow, what a tease. Yeah, I, I went to something cool. Here's a tease. Daniel Jeremiah's version 4.0 of his top 50. Uh, it's out. Top 10 includes three quarterbacks, two edge rushers, and then one each. Tight end, offensive tackle, cornerback, and defensive tackle, and a running back. There we go. The running back position is a curious one as it transforms in terms of its value in the NFL, but that hopefully shouldn't bother Texas's Bijan Robinson. He sits at three. And that caught our eye, and we decided to talk about one B. John Robinson to lead our second hour of the show today. Of course, okay. no one expects a running back to go in the top three, but he's talented. Mm. Should a team consider B. John Robinson to go in the top 15, Peter? We really wanted to eke this out to 15. Mm. All right, the running back conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah here we, we go. We do it a lot. Um, this guy's special. Mm. All right, if you were telling me, should a running back go in the top 15, I'd probably say, well... The economics and, you know, you get a Pacheco in the seventh round and, you know, Jarek McKinnon was making the biggest plays and I've seen Raheem Mostert and Salvin Ahmed make huge plays. I don't know if I need that with my first round pick. The position is diluted. Austin Eckler, we could do all that stuff. Salvin Ahmed's the man. I like Salvin Of course. It wasn't a first round pick. It wasn't <laughs> taken in the top 15. I know, I know. You know? Um, Deep cut. Yeah. But you're asking me if Bijan Robinson can go in the top 15, and mm-hmm. the answer is yes, because he is viewed that highly, and this is a unicorn prospect mm. in that in the last few drafts, I don't think we've had a running back as highly regarded as this young man. The last player to be talked about this way by scouts and GMs and be held in such high regard went number two overall. And that might be a cautionary tale if you don't think that the Giants got their value out of it, but it was Saquon Barkley. This is the last guy who gets talked about like Bijan Robinson. Saquon went second. Now, the Giants took him over Quentin Nelson, took him over uh, Josh Allen. They took him over Bradley Chubb. There's lots of debates of whether that was a, a worthy spot, and Dave Gettleman has been taking over the Colts for that pick. Guess what? When Saquon's healthy, one of the best running backs, one of the best players in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson is healthy, and he is younger, and he will be on a rookie contract. You're telling me a team in the top 15 at a premium position? I don't know if they've got, you know, six defensive ends that are worthy to go ahead of him. I don't know if there's a wide receiver that's better than him in this year's draft. I, yes, quarterback, but most of these teams have quarterbacks. I don't know. I'm looking down this list. I'm looking at Atlanta at eight. I'm looking at Chicago at nine. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the... the uh, the New York Jets have Brees Hall, but the Patriots at 14, yeah, they've got Stevenson. But if they can add Robinson there. And then the Packers, they have Aaron Jones. And, of course, they've got A.J. Dillon. They probably don't need him. But, gosh, got to consider a playmaker of this type. Guys, he is Saquon quality. And I'm putting that on tape, on mm. film. I am that high on him. So, yes, I think he is worthy of a top 15 pick. 
Would I take him two or three overall? Well, because of the position, probably not. But hey, if Arizona Cardinals are on the clock and they're third overall and they have this guy as their number third overall mm-hmm. prospect and they have a bare bottom roster like they do and they just need talent and they want to give this guy 300 carries next year, mm-hmm. 330 carries next sure, year, sure. there's there's less players that you can bank on than this guy. I would say Bijan Robinson is worthy of a top 15 pick. I'm not saying any running back. I'm saying this one mm. specifically is worth a top 15 pick. I, I, I might shock you on this. I usually don't draft running backs. I, I think there's I'm reaching a, a point of clarity here. Rent, don't buy. Hmm. You can do it. There's have to be certain specific situations, but let's give some more context. Peter mentioned Saquon. Last decade, running backs drafted in the top 15. Let's just take a look. So Peter mentioned Saquon at the top. Fournette goes fourth overall, fourth overall. They run the wheels off him, and then he's out of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey did a thousand and a thousand season. They part ways with him. He got paid. He extended him. Ezekiel Elliott, they extended him. It was not a good extension. Todd Gurley, they extended him. It was not a good extension. Melvin Gordon, very, very productive and has now bounced around a few different teams. It's the extension guys that really bite. The Todd Gurley thing went bad. The Ezekiel Elliott thing went bad. I think if you want to draft one who you think is really that special, and Peter's saying he's Saquon is, is, is a large compliment. Right. And maybe he is. Maybe it doesn't he come from my mouth. I understand. Uh, run the absolute wheels off him for a few years. And I, I, I sympathize with the running backs who are hearing this, but this is the nature of the thing. Mm-hmm. I also think it has to be a luxury pick. You do uh, not take one when yeah. you're like, we really need a tackle or a pass rusher. I think it is like you are already in a turnkey match and you're like, I don't know, we have all this. Let's just put a movie theater in. Why the hell not? I look at the Eagles at 10, who have a top to bottom, almost close to perfect roster. Mm. They can afford to, talent-wise, to draft a running back instead of a pass rusher, instead of a guard. They got almost everything. I can see it them. If they think he is that good and you give it to him and he has 400 touches or something crazy in the first season and a I half. I think historically it's like the Eagles have, and Eagles fans in our ear, I'm sure, they've never drafted a running back or a linebacker in the first round. That's what I think Howie Roseman Passed on Ricky Williams famously yeah. when he was there, even before this regime. I think if you think he's that special, if you make a promise with yourselves, we're not going to extend him no matter how good he is, yeah. and we can afford to because we're so solid everywhere else, That's the you have to match all three of those. If not... It's it's a wild pursuit to do it that early. Yeah, but Kyle, the Eagles are reportedly the team that's the stopgap for Jalen Carter. That's what I heard. So, man, what are they going to need at number 10? Airtight. Airtight. You know, (laughs) I almost want him to to fall out of the top 15, and I I know that would impact his income, but I only want it to Kyle's point. I want him to go to a team where they are going to use him appropriately and he is going to be absolutely electric Hmm. and advance an offense that he doesn't get lost within. I'm not saying he compares to. That's more what you know and how GMs are – doing a cross-comparison for player. I just think more of the Christian McCaffrey experience in Carolina and the fact that years upon years, back-to-back thousand-yard seasons, and it wasn't working. The Panthers were not. And then last year, the trade deadline, they sent him to San Francisco, and it clicked. It worked within an offense. I want this young man, because the running backs, to everyone's point, I know we exhaust this commentary, but the running backs have three to four good years, and then they do not get paid. And sadly, you know, a lot of people think they should not. But if you're going to go somewhere, go outside the top 15, because to Kyle's point, that team is set up. You have a roster that obviously did well enough to be outside the top 15 uh, for an NFL draft selection. So I want him to go somewhere where it's going to work and he's going to
going to be playing in the playoffs because his window will be small. And if he's as good of a player or as fun as a player that we are going to enjoy, I just don't want him to get lost in a system and a mm-hmm. team that is just building, building, building. Yeah, I, I love that list that Kyle put up because you look at those guys. They were so productive in their first years. They were years wildly productive. In the NFL. Yes. Like, even to Saquon's point, like, his rookie year, oh he was out God. there and it was just like, oh, we were watching Barry Sanders in his prime. No, we're great. Gurley, insane. Yes, McCaffrey, insane. Zeke, insane. Top of the and NFL, just, superstars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but to this point, I hope that he goes in the top 15. I hope he goes as high as possible and gets his money straight off coming off the draft. But I just look at last year's running backs that were drafted and the production that came out of those guys. And you're looking right there, Tyler Algier. Like, he went 151st in the draft and was super productive. Only Kenneth Walker had more rushing yards than him as a rookie. We look at Damian Pierce, Isaiah Pacheco, and you look at the very bottom of this list and where these guys were drafted. And to Peter's point, like they may not be a B. John Robinson type of talent, but they were able to get it done and help their football team and be productive out there in the NFL in year one. So that is the toughest thing. You hope a guy like B. John Robinson goes in the top 15 because he is so talented as you look across the board of guys just coming out in the draft. But it's these guys that come out and are super productive right away that makes it so tough. The Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl and they picked up what became their starting running back in the seventh round. Jay, can I tell you the other Super Bowl they won? Their starting running back was Damian Williams, who was undrafted. undrafted. Damian Williams and ran all over the place hey, on Pacheco that run. was the 17th running back. 17th running back. Here, okay. Can you still make the case? Yeah, I was just I, can. I feel like it's we're compelling. talking our way out of it. He's no. that good. I, the point you're making is that there's multiple guys on these teams. It was it was Williams, but it was also, you know, they had other guys in that backfield who were making big plays. Yeah. I look at like you know any of these teams. The Detroit Lions obviously have Swift and Montgomery, but if you're sitting at, at 18 and you're sitting at six, whatever, and this kid is a, a, a galaxy-like talent, you add him to the offense in today's Amer- NFL. You could put him out wide. You could do yeah. all sorts of things. You can work three guys that's, back. That's there. part of it. I look at Damian Pierce in Houston. Like, yeah, we got our guy. Houston Texans don't have any talent on offense, so you add another superstar because you're not going to just reach at a wide receiver. I I feel like we've got to be creative in looking at this, and to your point, I'm not the pro running back guy where it's, you pay your running backs, you got to pay Saquon $15 million. Mm -hmm. I'm not. But at that rookie deal, you run the wheels off him. I'm sorry, I'm a a capitalist if I sound like this. I sound Mm -hmm. evil. Um, Like I'm Mr. Burns up here, but... You're tying someone to a train track. A damsel. (laughs) Come on, you have a mustache. But But I hear you. This guy's the talent. He's the best offensive player in this draft draft outside of maybe Bryce Young. By far, like there's no question. He's better than every tackle. He's better than every quarterback other than Young. And he's better than every wide receiver Mm. by a landslide. So you put him in my offense. If a good offensive coordinator could say, okay, I could deal with that. Well, I'm not going to take him at 15, but I'll take him at 28. Well, who cares? you got to scout yeah. sell us on the skill set, though. Like, McCaffrey is McCaffrey, and he, he could be a wide receiver, starting wide receiver. I know he catches the ball well. He, has, he better catch it really well. Yeah. What I, about- don't, I don't think he's got the... the not as... Well, not, so it's not McCaffrey, McCaffrey, but like, that's a big part of it. Yeah. Really big. Uh, to your point, I feel like then... If I'm going to draft him this high, then it has to be an Arizona Cardinals, a Houston Texans, a team. Like, it's not a luxury pick, to Kyle's point. A team that we just need to put somebody out there and lead us. Because even to Saquon's point, you watched him this past year with the Giants. I mean, he was a huge part of their offense. So if we're going to bring him in, then yes, we're giving him a ton of carries every single week because he is carrying our offense. Last week, we had an opportunity for a discussion that uh, we opted not to engage in, which was, can the Buffalo Bills return to prominence without a star? coming mm-hmm. out of their backfield because mm-hmm. right now they have uh, James Cook, Jumo Cook, mm-hmm. uh, Damian Harris they just signed from the 
Patriots. Mm-hmm. So is this at 22? Is that where they sit? I lost my piece. Who, the Bills, 27? 27. Is that something 27. where their their roster is already set up? And if he's going to be this electric offensive pass rushing, pass catching mm-hmm. running back, mm-hmm. that would be a good fit so. for an offense to Gosh, advance. I just look at like teams like that have done the first. Like Najee Harris is really good for the Steelers. True. Like, is he when transcendent? You, I don't Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. When you get that type of guy in the first round, I don't know. I feel like he's going to have to be transcendent. Yeah. You give him the rock, and then yep. four years later, you deal with the contract. I don't know. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.